Dramatica Analysis of The Station Agent, recorded November 10th, 2015, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. We uh, did analysis, uh, what we're doing to do an analysis of The Station Agent. So let's start right away since we're behind a bit and uh, identify the overall story through line in a sentence or so. Loners looking for friendship. Pardon? Loners looking for friendship. Okay. Or connecting or something. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. They are kind of all loners. Mm -hmm. I mean, even Joe, I mean, he's just out there and. Joe's a loner, absolutely. Yeah. Cleo? Cleo. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Main character? Librarian. Finbar. Finn. Yeah. Finn. I know, Finbar is Finbar. technically his name, but he goes by Finn. Finbar McBride, I love it. Uh, influence character. Well, um, I think there's two principal point. candidates. Yes. Olivia. Olivia and Joe. I, I mean, you, you could all, you know. Uh, well, just, just that. Okay. Okay. So, okay. if it's Olivia, what kind of relationship are we looking at between Olivia and Joe? I mean, between Olivia and Finn. Finn, right, sorry. Okay. Olivia and Finn. Um, well, it, there's like a, there's sort of like a potential romance, but um, uh, uh, almost kind of, you're kind of looking for a romance, but, it, um, but it's really just developing a friendship. Um, okay. And, and, but they, ha they do, you know, um, but they, they, they both are very, um, What's the word? You know, not soft-spoken, but they, they don't say a lot. They don't... Taciturn. That's a good word. I like that. Uh, there's also this sort of... I'm not sure that they're taciturn. She's taciturn. I'm not sure he is. There's this strange undertones of, like, a parental thing, too. Or a surrogacy of her losing her child. Um, it should be online, but we'll, uh, we'll keep you on here. All right? Okay, perfect. All right. We're in progress. I feel like that only comes from her, though. The mother okay. thing is her issue. He has no, no part in that. Right. Except maybe well, his height makes him look like a child. I don't, I think it's all from her. He's yeah, not looking for a mom. So how does that differ from... The overall story: the loners looking for friendship. Well, they have a shared loss of a friend in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that that. Or more like family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yes, I meant I meant to say family, but 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 it's but Joe also has that going on to a certain extent with his father currently dying, which makes him different, but in a similar camp. Okay. So what I mean, what is what if you're gonna say? What kind of relationship do they have? Ultimately, obviously, they don't. It doesn't go into the romantic area. But there's you have two people who are um, solitary, you know, mm -hmm. and there's sort of a misery loves company kind of 
thing, and Joe doesn't fit into that group. No, he doesn't. So, um... It's a great way of putting it. Misery sort of company. kindred souls. Mm -hmm. um, and what about Finn and Joe? How does what, what is their relationship? How does that how does that differ from the loners looking for friendship? Well, I feel like their relationship is based on train spotting. <laughs> right, which is which they, is kind of where the whole the station agent part of the story. Right. <laughs> I think, and I think that that's the, that's kind of the big thematic clue as to which through line you're dealing with, mm -hmm. because if it's about trains, I think it's about the overall story. Yeah. I mean, even Cleo is about trains, so, you know, all these different people, Yeah. Um, you know, eventually, uh, Amelia, Emily, even she sort of comes into the train world. That the Michelle Williams? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She learns in the train book. Ah. Right. I mean, so it's sort of, and she's, you know, she comes in and she starts, oh, then you have a, you know, make right. this really nice. I mean, it's okay, it's nice now, but, you know, it can be really nice. And so <laughs> yeah. you've got that whole, whatever the train thing is, the, the, the um, attraction, you know, the idea of what a train thematically what it means, you know, traveling for a lot of these people who are pretty, pretty stuck. stuck. I mean, I want to, I mean, the thing about Finn and Joe's relationship that stands out to me is that Joe forces himself onto Finn and their friendship seems a little more, it's easier to put on screen because it's more active. But doesn't Joe also force himself on Olivia, but yeah, but and also, Cleo yeah. kind of forces herself on Finn. Finn. I mean, that's kind of where the the loneliness. And you see, to me, the, the relationship that Joe has is really he's almost the protagonist. Agree. In the overall story, he's the one who's constantly trying to let's do something, let's move this forward, let's go to the bar, let's do whatever. You know, hey, did you uh, you know talk to her? Yeah, what you know? He seems to always be the one who's pursuing. He's trying to draw people out. He's trying to he's trying to socialize everybody, um, with, uh, people who are otherwise not going to be sociable. Right. I mean, he's the one that does the the train chasing. You know, he's the one who sort of forces that forward. Um, so again, all that train stuff seems to be forced forward by Joe, certainly not from Finn. <laughs> He's right. definitely not a protagonist main character. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Right. And he does it with even with Liv. Like, he's, he's the yeah. one who calls her. He's the one who sort of, hey, give me a favor, and he get, gets into her car. And, and right. So I think that, that that's, he's the one who's trying to glue these losers together. You know, he seems to be the the one who's always trying to be the, you know, the, the joiner kind of yeah. person. Mm -hmm. um, so I would, I, I would say that he's probably not an influence character, although I think there may be moments where he does that role, you know, he says something or does something because she's gone, you know, or he asks about her or whatever that 
kind of has that effect. But um, I think that he does seem to be really predominantly much more in that overall story. Yeah. 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 You know, the movie starts off with a you and I are just alike type moment when the two when when um, Finn and Olivia first meet. You know, they're kind of comparing their backstories, and they were pretty much, you know, I lost someone, too, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> okay, we've established that here, here is how they're similar. You, you know what's interesting, in my head, when I was putting sort of Joe in their camp with his sick father, the, a big difference is he has someone, he, he can still go, talk, talk to that person, take he does. care of that person, he does all the time. Right, right, he does a lot of people he talks to, and, yeah. and it's just that... So for some reason, this spot that they have is sort of pre-set up, and so that's kind of one of the gimmies that people know where he is there, or his dad used to be there, and they would just come up and get their café con leche. So, you know, it's kind of of odd. Uh, So I think Joe probably isn't really a an impact character, per se. Now I'm going to do something a little bit unusual, and I'm just going to go directly for domain. Where, what is Finn's domain? This is a pretty easy one. Situation. Situation Y. Well, he's stuck in a teeny tiny body, and that causes a ton of problems socially for him. Right, and he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it at all. He does not like it at all. He is very angry about it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And uh, you see it building and building and finally, toward the end, when he gets drunk, of course, being small, having that much alcohol has that much greater effect. And Mm -hmm. what does he do? He stands up and is like, here I am, look at me, look at me, you're all looking at me. You know, and so... That is his. That is the issue for him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think if we put him in, this is our main character in situation. That puts our influence character down in fixed attitude. How do we? How do we see Olivia as a fixed attitude character? Character <coughs> who influences her, whose fixed attitude challenges Finn. I think oh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> I, saying, I think her her fixed attitude is is grief. She's not able to move past the death of her son, um, and I think it affects Finn. I, I, I can really only pull out examples from the back half of the movie when when he wants to pursue a friendship finally with her, she ceases to, she won't let him. She pushes him away. She wants to wallow in her. Why? Grief. I think it's more than just. You need to expand it a little bit. Yes, I think it's a little broader than that. I think that's an instance of it. She's afraid well, of losing another person she cares about. No. She wants the things that she has lost, and she is not going to stop wanting it. Remember, she wants her husband. Mm-hmm. She wants her dead son. She wants her old life and it won't come back to her. And that's the, you know, she's effectively, you know, 
in attitude the same way, unchanging, will not, she won't give it up, Finn can't give it up. You know, he can't change his height. She won't let go of, of this grief. Grief is sort of an expression of it, but eventually, she, even at the end, you know, she still loves her husband. She still wants her son back. You know, the child, the new child that's coming sort of represents that, that rein, not reincarnation, but okay, I can't have my husband because he's already moving on and remaking the life that we had, but I can't let go. You know, and it's that, that's the thing that forces her to, that makes her push Finn away, Finn away because he's, he's representing, he's, he could be that alternative. He could start that relation. You see moments where it's sort of inching closer to it until the big reminders, big reminder comes in, and that's where you know she just shoves it all away. So mm -hmm. I think, and that's and it's completely attitudinal. It's it is completely ex internal. There's nothing external that's keeping her, you know, s stuck mentally. That's why she keeps the same house. Right. Yeah. No. That's right. You know, she's the the house is the representation of well, how things used to be. She right. even says, "I didn't go very far." Right. Yeah. No, she yeah. doesn't want to go anywhere. She doesn't yeah. want to go anywhere. She wants to stay where she where the life, her life was. Yeah. And she refuses to let go. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so the one thing we can we can then tell by this, then we know Finn is a, going to be a doer, because he's in an external domain. Um, how do we know that he, sol he prefers to solve problems externally by doing things? But, but how does he... Well, he gets in the fight with a guy, or he tries to protect Emily. Okay. But maybe that's, maybe that's I think there's a, there's a real simple explanation for this one. Since Eddie... Uh, just likes to walk everywhere? Yes, he walks. When he's frustrated or whatever, he just, he walks. <laughs> That's the way he burns through dealing with being a little person. I'm going to go walk by myself. and I'm going or, or he's going to uh, re, you know, redo the inside of the train uh, train car. Mm -hmm. You know, you know just in general, but I mean the walking is a, that's a really, that, that's a very personal thing for him. Why, well, which is why at the beginning he doesn't want anybody else walking with him. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, he could take a bus to the train station, you know, the depot, when he finds out that he has to, you know, he's getting kicked out and has, has to go there. But no, he walks the rails right to the train station. You know, that's kind of how he deals with his personal stuff. I mean, you know, he's the kind of person who would walk it off. And... You know, even after he gets drunk, and so he goes back, start walking down the the, the uh, train track. Almost doesn't make. It. <laughs> Unfortunately, because he's this small guy, he it's okay. Um, but that's that is a really sort of a classic doer. I mean, one of the, the one of the examples that we always used was you know the the guy who would run laps. You know, he gets frustrated, so he runs laps. You know, that that's a overtly, okay, here he's doing something to blow off steam. Um, that's kind of the, this is a sort of in that 
category of, of uh, problem solving. All right. Main character resolve, change your steadfast, and why? How do we know? I think it's change. And we know because he resists Cleo's uh, offer to speak in front of his cl the class. And at the end, he does. Okay. Um, also, he he becomes proactive and reaches out to Joe. And, and, well, reaches out to Olivia and reaches out to Joe, so he's much more proactive socially. Right. Um, I would even argue that he might, goes that into the bar. might be part of the overall story, maybe. He goes into the bar also, which he's previously rejected. Um, you know. Yeah. When I, they set up that he didn't go into bars, I was waiting for that to be the sign of change, and then he, he did. So, you know, that's not the end of his arc yet, but... Uh, but it's, I, like, I it's, like, it's like a kamikaze move. Mm -hmm. It's like he hates bars because he knows everyone's going to stare at him. So he's like, I'm gonna go into the bar and I'm gonna get fucking drunk. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna confront and I'm, it. And I'm gonna confront it. Mm -hmm. so, Rather than just shutting down. Shutting well, and by getting drunk, that's not a doer's thing. It's yeah. I'm gonna change my myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I'm gonna then deal with it. See if I can deal with it. Rather than doing something about it, to deal with it. And he does. He so he stands up and he says, you know, look at me. I'm gonna, you know, screw you guys. I am what I am, and then he leaves, you know. Right. And then when we see him with Chloe, Cleo, Cleo, when we see him with Cleo, he's completely okay that he's short. And they ask him how tall he is, and he says, I'm four foot two, mm -hmm. or whatever, four foot six, four, five. four yeah. five. Um, and he's not phased by it. You know, well, he adapts yeah. to it. He adapts. Then, he, but he, he 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 looks internally and say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna be okay can, with this." Yeah, I, yes, yeah. I'm all right with it. I'm not gonna get offended. I'm not gonna be. It's not, I'm, not, I'm just gonna. Can I ask an author's proof question about sure. that scene? So the second kid opens her mouth, and it's like this moment where, as an audience member, I'm going, "Is this gonna be another question about his his height, or is it gonna be about the trains?" Right. And she asks about. Blimps, but I'm going to put that but in the train But category. that's in the... Okay. And so, is that sort of author's proof that you changed and you made yourself vulnerable and it's okay? Right, and the world doesn't necessarily operate the way you expect it. Right. So is, is would that be author's yeah, proof? Yeah, okay. yeah. He's right. basically... And he's not getting frustrated or... It, it was It's not about him. It's about right. his topic. Right. You know? And it's like, well, you know, blimps are good too and... <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I think they're no. after that, but flips are good too. He's, he's let go of the power that ha it has over him. Right, and, and and once they sense that, then they're moved, Then the kids move on. Well, they're I mean, not. look at what he said about the you know what's the name? What was the name of the very first train? Tom, Tom Thumb. Thumb. Makes it, yeah. You know, and the character of Tom Thumb is a very small person, the size of a thumb, and he kind of makes a joke about it because. He's a small person making a joke about an even smaller person. And I think that, again, pretty much all of those components reveal that he's much better with it. That it's not going to require him to go, after the class, go start doing some walking the right of way. He'll be okay. And, and also we, in that scene... When the kid asks him the question, he stands perfectly still. 
He doesn't do any... No, no body walking. language thing. I'm really uncomfortable with right. this question. It's like, it's a... Okay, it's a fair question. Right. I can answer that. And meanwhile, the teacher gets all bent out of shape. Right. Which is a pretty large shift from the very beginning of the movie where he's... The kids are calling him, you know, where Snow White and this and stuff. You can see visibly he's very pained as he walks down the street. Right. He, this is something he's lived with all of his life, right. and it's just he just he just walks, he ignores it, and he just walks, he just burns it off by walking. Right. Right. So, he walks through. So yeah, I think it's, it's, is everybody okay with change? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the problem-solving style, linear or holistic. We have examples. Examples. I know well, what I would pick. I just need to <laughs> write the examples. Um, well, yes, you have a 50-50 chance on the picking part. It's the <laughs> examples that are um, <laughs> critical. I don't know. You know? Um, think, of, think of some of the interactions he has with Joe. So I think that's probably where you see... I think the best illustration of them. Uh, Remember, cause and effect is linear. Looking at the relationships between things is holistic. You know, when push comes to shove, he just says, I just want to be left alone. Um, but that's what? Um, well, I don't know. Um, you oh, could argue that either way. This is a pretty easy one. So funny. Nice. <laughs> right. Let's assume it's let's assume it's linear. Yeah, I'll go with that. So <laughs> it's linear because I mean I think we were able to identify with that. Yeah. So give a couple of examples where you see him seeing cause making cause and effect judgments. Here's one that I can think of, which is, if you sit down to read with me, you're going to talk. And and how do we know that he sees it as cause and effect? Well, he, yes, times, you're he right. times it. Right. He yeah, times it's okay, like, there you go. <laughs> oh, wait, it's been 20 minutes. Nope, nine minutes. You time me? It's like, yes, I'm looking, you know, cause <laughs> right. and effect. So, mm -hmm. yeah. if we're going to sit together... Right. No talking. I mean, you see him working in the train shop at the beginning, and everything. You know, um, uh, you know, uh, or maybe, or maybe that's more a doer thing than a linear thing. But it's like, you know, he he he's approaching all the steps that he needs to take, to, to you know, to fulfill his job. You know, fixing the train, putting the thing on. You know, scheduling the movie. Uh, you know, he, he, just 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 his general manner, everything he's going about. Uh, you know, it's just step by step. But there's no conflict in that scene. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think that there's any personal personal issue with that. Here, uh, Look, I want to see Olivia, but I don't know how to. Oh, Olivia just called for an order. I will take the, the groceries to her. And he brings it to her, which she thinks will solve his problem. Right. And she gives him a rather unexpected response but then and then later on I, I don't want to put myself in front of her because she is obviously we have to wait time so I will just go and sit by 
or house until we happen to bump into each other. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, here you are. Right. Or you left your phone, I will drop it off. You mean, not, not with, it's just very, you know, very linear. Not, I don't mean anything by this, this isn't a relation, it's just very cause-effect. Can I ask a question about that? Because I feel like him wanting to talk to her about how your day is feels like a relationship. Right, and that's thing. in the relationship, for, and that's in the relationship for life. Okay, so the relationship itself might be more about balance and. Well, it's about a relationship. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so inherently, inherently, it's going to have a bit of that relationship aspect of it, right? Um, right. There will be linear aspects to it, and there will be relationship aspects to it, but it's going to be defined as a relationship, so that will naturally be a part of it. Right. Um, and that's kind of why when you get into the relationship part of it, it's so different, and it feels so different than the overall story, because there's this balance tension that's going on, you know, an emotional tension as opposed to a logistical tension that's going on. Here's another example, I think, the linear, when he goes into the bar to confront every... It's like, I know when I go into the bar, everyone is going to stare at me. It feels very linear. Right, and I don't say anything, so if I get drunk, I can say what I feel, right. get that anger out. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Why didn't you figure that out? It was long for you What? No. Oh. I did figure it out. I was letting you guys figure it out. See? He's a smart See how, he's, <laughs> he's, how he, he sort of makes us, you know, uh, come up the right end. Story driver, action to decision, and and why? In pure examples. Well, it seems like the first inciting incident, you know, is, is his partner or his, or his employer, whoever, his friend, dies, all right? And then he inherits... You know the the property, and and he goes there. So uh, you know. Um, and um, then I think he doesn't die when he gets run over by the train. Is another mm -hmm. one. And the husband shows up. The husband right. The husband shows up. The husband shows up. Uh, I mean, she takes the pills. I mean, that's that's the you know actual action of passing out on the kitchen floor is, you know, uh, kind of important. Well, I think also um, she comes to his place with the drink. You know, and stays is another action that keeps everything. Well, which forward. is preceded by the action of her nearly run, you know, running him over in the street twice, yeah. right? So, um, so the relationship happens through an action, you know, isn't is. I mean, it really does in many, in, in almost all instances, actions do seem to drive certain decisions. Yeah. Everybody, everybody comfortable with that? Mm -hmm. All right. Action. And right. yes, are you still with us? Time lock or option lock? Right. Doesn't matter. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I am. All right. Just want to make sure he's, you know. Sorry. Time I'm lock or option lock? myself because I'm coughing. Okay. <laughs> Time lock or option lock? I think it's option lock, but i got to find examples. I think there's just so few options of people to connect with yeah. where they are mm -hmm. that they have to wind up together. Or, I mean, there's Joe Bob and, you know. There's, so there's they're, the they're running the library. Out, they're running out of friend options. Yeah. Like for her, I mean, just to pull out some of the stuff you talked about earlier, her options to hold on to her old life go are 
or is limited to her husband essentially, and then that option goes away. And her son. But he's already. He's got. She's got his picture all over the place, and she's got pictures of her husband all over the place. Right. So she hasn't let go of either of them. So I think those are. But those are options. Letting go of those for her. But remember, that's not. That's, we have to look at the friends, oh, yeah, the friends, the lonely friends trying to sort of get together or not. Or yeah, but ways. like, yeah, the number of people you can connect with, the number of activities you can engage in, uh, you know, to to be part of the community, you well, know. Well, and also um, with Joe, it's like, how many different ways can I say no to you? Before you, before I give up, and you are now my friend. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look at, if you look at, we have our main character who's not the protagonist, but you and Joe, they're sort of one by one. They sort of seem to drop away. The potential friendships ultimately it gels, mm-hmm. but it looks like things are getting pared down. Further and further, I mean, Cleo's sort of drops off because he won't he won't talk to her in her class, and you know each one sort of jettisons out of that that main character's world. Even in the overall story, that's where we're seeing it from his perspective. But um, you know, Joe is sort of disconnected from each of each of them. But we see it we see it the option lock a lot more apparently from. Um, from uh, Finn's perspective, you know, what kinds of connections can you make? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are all sorts of different kinds of connections that have been tried, you know, romantic or... And ultimately it ends up, they're, you know, a group of core friends, but all the different ways to the very end, the last scene in the bar, there are no friends in there for our main character. And then we have the crisis, which can only be solved by friends. If friends act as friends, and friends, you know, and they pull together, and you know, we have the ending of the story. But you see all of them splinter apart one by one to the point where there are, it looks like they may end up all being sort of lonely and not talking to one another. And would you call, um, I think his name is Chris, the long-haired... The boyfriend? The boyfriend, the antagonist in this, because he's actively a jerk? Or is um, he just kind of actively a jerk? And we should... Well, he, for, for, a, for a scene and a half, he's sort of an antagonist. Mm-hmm. I think... You have a lot of things act to. There's. I don't think there's a focal, focused antagonist. I think there are a lot of things that happen to break up friends, to pull friends apart. Okay. And I think that those conditions are the ones that seem to be popping up and splitting. So it's splitting like the, the dad friends. getting sick, right? And, pulling, and leaving Finn in the bar without a phone mm-hmm. is an antagonistic. Rust in the movie without really pinning it on a person. Right. I mean, it's 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 breaking up friendship. You know, doing leaving somebody there. Um, okay. So I think that you just it's it's not it's one of the reasons why it doesn't feel 
like a very driven story because you have a very strong push from the protagonist but you don't really have much resistance and the resistance is very diffuse it's on all, all sorts of different places and I think that that's why because you don't really have an antagonist that's forcing the overall story to come to a, a head it's just sort of each little relation, potential relationship gets to a, a point where it can't really develop further unless something gels you know or there, and there, it sort of needs a catalyst and so rather than things getting, you know, they, they start off loose, they build tight, right about the middle, they start all loosening up again, and then it's not until the actual catalyst with her taking the pills where really it's time to to make or break. That's what we have to sort of the crisis. Right. Um, so option lock. And, I mean, because you even see, they're, they're sort of, can we be romantic or friends? Can we be, you know, I mean, all sorts of different kinds of relationships. And ultimately, they all settle out and, and do gel. But a lot of different things are, you know, you've got the pushy friend or the, you know, the, the flirty friend or the, you know, the standoffish. You know, you've got all sorts of different kinds of ways to, to create a little community. Story outcome, success or failure, and why? Success. Success because? How do we know? Because they're all drinking beer on the porch at the end. They've, they've been there for each other, too, which is probably the most important thing. They take her to the hospital and they take care of each other. I think also they all they all eat a meal. They try they to eat a meal in the middle and they can't. They can't. Mm. And they so eat lots of stuff. Yeah, me, eating the meals yeah. is just a communal event. Yeah. Keeps on being disrupted in that, yeah, I think thematically, certainly as Joe is protagonist who has a food truck, that is certainly the way he sort of tries to make that happen. Yeah. It's, this movie is, it's interesting because so many things in the movie are diffuse, like you're saying, it's, they come together, they do this, do this, and they also have like a thing, right. it feels like. Yeah. Alright, so, and story judgment, good or bad, and why? good because I you know I think the main character's sort of resolution moment is is you know speaking at the class um, so he's kind of gotten over he's kind of gotten over the angst that became you know he got to his you know darkest moment in the bar and then he was able to come out of it and um, and be okay with his place in the in the community so we okay with that yeah, absolutely yeah. all right so I have one other question so if we have our Main character is a changed character. How do we see Olivia as being steadfast? I've been wondering that myself. Yeah, yeah. they seem they seem to share the same perspective. Yes, well, they do. Well, I, I yes, they do. Which is what happens when you have a change in a steadfast. What do you think the changed character changes to? Her, her perspective. They change to the perspective no, know, of the influence character. Feel like. But she seems to change in that not, she... Not the yeah, subject. So he's a situation character, which means that he looks at the world based on being a dwarf. And he's very angry about that. When his change is, he now looks at it with an attitude of, you know, this is the way I am, 
You don't like it? Tough luck. Mm-hmm. And for her, at the end, this is the way I am. I don't have to like it, but I'm not going to give up on it. So still in her house? She's still in the house. Still wants she still probably has all the pictures up. She still wants to have what she's got, but she's got friends now. It's made room. Her paintings are put away in her room. Right, right. No, no. She's even suggesting that that he, you know, pursue a relationship with a younger girl. Right. Um, Right, because that's not the relationship that she's she's not mm -hmm. looking for. That she has it. As far as she's concerned, she has her husband. She doesn't have him, but she. And also, that spot is filled. Again, they show. Um, Finn cleaning the house when she's in the hospital and they show a scene in the room with all the paintings she's making and he doesn't touch any of those. Right. He just puts away the dishes the, the, and right, the napkins the, and the... Yeah. Right. He, he basically cleans up but doesn't doesn't change the house at all. Yeah. yeah. I also felt like there was, there was a dynamic uh, or at least an intended dynamic to where, you know, he's you know, his paradigm was he, he just completely shuts off his feelings, you know, and, and, but, but, but Olivia never, you know, Olivia never shut off her feelings. She feels. And, and when you see. Yeah, she is classically an emotion. Right, yeah. She's, and he's a total, you know, you know stoic. clumsiness and, you know, all of that. Yeah, uncontrolled and everything, right. Controlled. Um, yeah. and, uh, and he's very, he's the very, you know, controlled, uh, you know, but, but he shuts off his, he has shut off his emotions. Right. And the first time we actually see him emote is when she re- rejects him on, on her porch, right? Uh, that's when we really, that's when he's, I feel like that we could really see her impact on him in that she's starting to bring out the emotion in him. Mm-hmm. He's starting to feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, on yeah. the he, last Even though it's scene, a bad feeling, he's still feeling. But the last scene with the dinner... He's letting go. He's smoking. He's smoking marijuana. You know, he's oh. always been so controlled. Everything's very tight. You know, and physically tight. But you know, his defenses. And he's, you know, he was why he didn't go to bars and he didn't. But he was, you know, socially smoking a, you know, marijuana where he refused it at all previous times. He had smoked it once when they watched the movie. Where the three of them watch the oh, movie. Oh, right, right. But but that sort of actually goes... That's when they've all pulled together in the middle. Right. And yeah. then they fall apart. So it's... Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster ride. I mean, it's... You yeah, know, well, he, you, it's he goes, things are te- testing to see if it's right. going to do it. And then the minute, moment it, it is actually put to the test, it all just splits yeah. apart. Yeah, when her ex mm-hmm. shows up. Okay. So now where do we see the overall story? What domain? We can basically we have we have two: activity or manipulation, psychology. Which one, and or uh, or where do we see the relationship? Well, I think it's in. I think overall is. I'm gonna back out of this. Yeah, I want to no. say manipulation. That's what I was thinking throughout the whole thing. Okay, mm-hmm. because. Uh, well, it's the negative that there was a whole lot of activity, sort of thing. Well, but, 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 but Joe, Joe, Joe is the... Let me finish. Okay, let me finish. No, I, I thought you were going to say. But Finn has a huge chip on his shoulder. Like, majorly, majorly huge. And almost to the point where I'd rather just go with that. With the stop mm-hmm. dynamic. And then try and figure out where... 
Yeah, but don't you also think he has a hole in his heart? I mean, I think I think both. You know, she has a hole in her heart. Yeah, there is no question of that. He's just like every. I mean, everybody's the world. on him the whole time. No, he definitely has a chip on. He is. He is an angry dwarf. Because it's what he says. He calls himself that. I think the he says I'm I'm angry. Are the activities the the train spotting and then walking the walking the right of way and giving the speech and going to the library and you know. So yeah, I would I would go with that. Okay. Which is oh OS and activity. Activity. Okay. Yeah, I mean all the train stuff. Yeah. Is definitely it's all part of the overall story stuff. The getting pregnant, the getting the library card, the, you know, all these things that are sort of... Come speak in my class, no, okay, you know... Can I follow you, Mm -hmm. you know, the knocking on the door all the time, I mean, Mm -hmm. the interruptions, people showing up, I mean, all these, they're all, it's all the physical things that are annoying and, you know, here, have drink some coffee, you know, it's just... They're also, they're also, no one sweats, so it feels like it's not an activity sometimes. Right, today, right. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very low energy yeah. movie, I mean, in the whole and thing. Like, yeah, typically that movie's like usually in psychology, so that's, that's why my first guess was like. Right. Something. The thing is, is that, I mean, Joe is just a, is a pest, but he's really not trying to, he's, he's trying to do different things. He wants to get him to do things. Right. And he's like, no. So he's got, you know, there's, let's do this activity now. Let's do this activity now. Let's do this activity now, you know. And so you constantly see, as a protagonist, oh, i got to go get this. I'm late because I can't, because, this yeah. other thing, you know, let's go to the bar. Let's, let's, you know, right. let's bring Olivia. Well, and his dad getting sick. Right, I mean, but they're all, all sort yeah. of all the conflict comes from, you know, stop bothering me. You know, stop knocking on my door. Stop talking too loudly. It's not talking too loudly to manipulate him. It's just he he can't sit still. You know, they're having a conversation. It's like, you know, at the end even, it's like, what are you guys doing down there? Gosh, it's really lonely. Can you come up here and talk up here? You know, know, and the eating, again, you know, the eating being disrupted. So I I think it's a... Again, it's sort of a low energy action story, activity story, um, and the relationship. That's where you see, I think, the the dysfunction, the the emotional and and relational dysfunction between them, where they're they don't really know what kind of relationship is developing. You know, is this a romantic one? I mean, she kisses him. It looks like she's going to kiss him on the head, which is sort of like a child. Then she kisses him on the lips, which is sort of like, well, that's not a child thing to do. But she, you know, so that's that dance. And it seems to be about what or who are we as a, is there a we here? You know, what kind of we are we? Um... Apart from just being, you know, potentially friends, there's something more than that. There's an emotional we, and we don't really know what that is. 
which is why the rejection hurts so much for him. You know, she doesn't do anything, it's just she just rejects him. And I think that's that's where you see it in the in the psychology domain as opposed to in the activity domain. Cool. So our OS is an activity and the relationship story or subjective story is an manipulation. Okay, so let's talk about the um, I guess we can swing around mm -hmm. over toward the chart. And does anybody have an idea about what concerns we might be exploring in this? Yes. Go for it, Jim. <laughs> you've been quiet. You've been nodding knowingly the whole time. So let's no, because if I'm wrong, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Well, that's everybody else puts themselves out there. So it's not being wrong. I mean, it's not like there's a right answer. There's just a, an answer that by consensus we think is <laughs> the author's not here. So. Yeah, I guess um, the developing a plan, memories, understanding, and past upper left corner. Hmm. Okay. Be my guess, my first guess. Just going off of what you're saying, like, is there a we here, like, trying to figure out how we fit into each other's lives? Okay. Sounds like conceptualizing, like, how they work together. The activity, I guess, the understanding, like, they'll have to come to an understanding of who they are in each other's life. Um, she's pretty fixated on her memories of her, what her past life used to be and what, um, how she would like to, can't stop remembering all that stuff. Right. And his past, what was his thing again? I forget his, like, uh, the dwarf. Like, I guess you had a lifetime of being a dwarf. <coughs> but also, have a shared, well, but you also have the... His obsession with trains itself. Oh, stupid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. There. Okay, yeah. Well. I mean, that seems to be, he, he's all about this, I'm living in this old station. Okay. You know, oh, everything cool. that he's interested in and sort of defines himself yeah. and surrounds him about is all old. You know, the Zephyr poster, you know, all these different things are all, all about, mm -hmm. you know. For him, he seems to really sort of keep himself in that that box. Um, Even to the point where he doesn't fix up the place. Right. Mm -hmm. No, because for him it's not necessary. It's comforting. And it's just makes it, by, by being sort of settled in that past world, he doesn't have to look forward. He doesn't have to look ahead. He doesn't have to look to the future. He doesn't have to see where things are going to end up, mm -hmm. which are all very, <coughs> all very disturbing. And of course, the story forces him to have to consider those things. Um, as you go, you know, signpost by signpost, you explore and end up exploring all of them. Does that sound? I I was well. Now that you've explained how he fits in the picture, I was disregarding the past because it didn't seem like he was trying to resolve anything in his past like you know his friend died but that's not like a major personal concern it just happened uh it, it seemed to me that his uh, I, I, just as a as a secondary option is the present for him where it really seems that uh um you know when the present is a concern for a main character it's about whether or not they're comfortable in their own skin 
I think being being comfortable in the world around him, around himself in the present moment seems to be the constant concern from beginning to end. It is in the first act when they're whether Brooklyn or wherever or no Hoboken, Hoboken, uh, and and throughout and all the way up to the bar, it's all about being comfortable and you know trying to trying to get along with the present moment, get along with the world around himself in the present moment, and so. That's where I that's where I gravitate to for the main character, um, and you know to translate that to the other quadrants, you know the uh, uh, overall story, gathering learning, you know gathering information would be sort of learning, you know we're learning from each other, we're learning what we can do. There's certainly uh, uh, Finn and Olivia are learning from Joe how to be more sociable. Joe's learning from Finn, um, you know. Uh, uh, you know, Michelle and Finn are kind of learning from each other. You know, what, what do they learn? I mean, how learning implies that you're you're sort of that there's that there's a development of that or a process um, that is evolving as the in terms of the friends. Whereas if you look at understanding, I think understanding is a little stronger mm -hmm. in that. It's like when I say I will be here and you be quiet, that means I'll be here and you be quiet. <laughs> you know, because you see, if any if of any character, the um, Joe character is a constant misunderstanding character. Sort of like you don't. You know, you're not understanding what I'm saying here. You know, I said, no, I'm not interested. No, I, you know. Everybody wants to understand everybody else's business. <laughs> you know, they're constantly, oh, you're the blah, 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 blah. Or, sorry, I'm going to, you know, I'm pregnant. And, you know, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to, I just wanted you to, you know, I want someone to understand what's, what I'm going through. It's, there's not, it's not a learning moment. You know, it's a, I'm just sharing information with you so that I can figure out, you know, what's going on. And then when the, the bully comes in and it's like, get out of here, you don't understand what, you know, who are you? You don't understand what's going on here. And I mean, I think you see consistently act to act the understanding or misunderstandings, you know, even when they, he, he almost gets run over, uh, that Finn almost gets run over by Olivia, both times it's because there's this something else causing it. The second one, she's actually trying to, you know, do something nice and then spills the coffee on her and then swerves and almost kills him again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and then there's this misunderstanding between them because he, she's trying to explain, well, you know, I was, I was doing this and I burned my ass, and but uh, are you sure you don't want to write? It's like... But even in the relationship, I would... Um, I would still kind of gravitate a little more toward conceiving an idea than developing a plan, just because they're trying to, trying to get an that throughout they're trying to get an idea of what their relationship is. Is it romantic? Is it just friends? Is it? But they, but see, I'd say yes, except for the very first scene, they lay everything out. You know, it's not like where can this go? They, she says absolutely everything about who she is. And what she's dealing with the very first time she meets him, when they, she comes over with the, the uh, whiskey. You know, and so it's like, hmm, okay, so 
she's got this dead kid that she's dealing Sorry. with, and I, he has his ex-husband, and... Okay, well, um... Maybe this can work out, I don't know, but I sure, you know, it's like... How do we make this work? You know, that's and that's kind of the difference between what a conceiving and a conceptualizing is. Conceiving story is where you're not getting it. You don't. You just don't understand, or you're not able to to quite grasp the the thing that will make things work. Um, and that, as opposed to, okay, I I see how things really are. Okay, got it. What do we do with it? That's more of a that's more of a conceptualizing or a, a developing a plan type of a, of a story. Okay. And um, even because I, I was with you. I mean, I but, I, I was too. But <laughs> even thinking about her in contemplations, she's always she is always wrong, and that she's not she's not reading her life correctly and moving on. But she's never actually contemplating anything. We don't actually see her going. Well, you know, I. I lost the kid, and it's been two years, and I should yeah. move on, and I should go to a shrink. And no, like I will grant you in the impact in the impact character. I would, I, I mean, I would go to memories first or contemplations. Yeah. Um, but um, so yes, I I, I grant that. Um, so, um, but I, I, I think those two, th th those are the two to choose between, and and hopefully you know one is the benchmark of the you know. Hopefully that will be the benchmark. I think it's interesting too with him that the past, as a concern for him, is not a source of conflict but a source of comfort, which is, you know, in that I don't. But from the author's point of view, it's a it's a negative. Because it's it's how he's stuck. It represents it, it, how he's right. Stuck. It, it's it's what he's hiding behind or hiding in, and yet he's got this history. Mm -hmm. That of all this <coughs> littleness that has made him very, very angry. Right. So the essentially by building this world and the, the past around him, that's his that's his uh, a way to deal with the symptom. Right. You know, because I can't change the past. Past is what it is, you know, things are falling apart and they may be bad and damage and stuff, but that's, I like it that way. Well, yeah, but when you turn that inside and look at yourself like that, you're not so happy. Right. So, you know, so it's a way for him to, again, he's a doer, so he's going to look, try to look outside. outside. So if I'm going to fix up things that are old and, or things that are, are thrown away or, or seen as being, you know, um, useless mm -hmm. or less. Uh, I mean, even dealing with miniature trains, <laughs> right. you know, where he starts at the beginning. I think that that's kind of supposed to be a little bit, other than letting us know he's really into trains, but being into the miniature trains, kind of, it's, on, it's his scale, mm. you know, thematically. I don't think they really they didn't play that up, but I think it you know it certainly fits. Right. I think it's probably more important that he was into trains and revealing that he was into trains than it was the, the miniature. But I think the fact that he's in a miniature house at the depot. Yes. Totally. Yeah. No. But for him, it's not so miniature. Look at him. 
size-wise, like, hmm, it's actually a, probably a, it's all one room, but size-wise, hmm. you know. After Game of Thrones and all those Emmys, he probably was in a mansion now, so, you know, <laughs> so. You know. Okay, so why don't we uh, now bring up the software. We can get this down to a more manageable number. Be able to see the. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Well, he's great. Okay, yeah. great, great. Cool. All right. So we have main character change. I do her. Nail. So you haven't seen the movie recently. Action. That's right. Option lock. Success. I remember it fairly good. Okay. Overall story. Oh, it's not the Overall story domain. It's going to be activity. And concern. We're looking at understanding. All right. So. I save that. Wait. Oh, I did it on the other computer. That's why. Wait, I already did this. Not. So we go into the theme browser and uh, look at our main character. So he's dealing with the past. We have fate, destiny, prediction, interdiction. Um, this is the same. We're in the same quadrant as I think we were last month. What, for the Babadook? Yes. Yes, we very much were in the same one. Hmm. Um, I don't remember where we ended up. Uh, we ended up with... Prediction. Uh, oh, yeah. No. Well, not uh, not there. I think we ended up with aware, self-aware... Yeah, that might have been the catalyst, yes. Yeah. Um, now, interestingly enough, if we look over at the present, the, I mean, personally, I like the thematics here better. Now you've got attraction, repulsion, work, and attempt. Mm -hmm. I think that works a little better. Um, 
especially with pro-action, reaction, acceptance, non-acceptance, mm -hmm. that's a really good quad. Um, but we're not there, so. Mm. I mean, we can we can I do mean, another I, story I, for I, him. I, yeah, you do see a lot of attract-repel dynamics. I mean, it's like he's repulsive to most people, but yet he's he's strangely attractive to. No, I know. There's an awful lot. That's why I said there's an yeah. awful lot of the thematics that fall really nicely there that I see a lot more than because fate, destiny, prediction, and interdiction to me don't read right. They don't really. It's not that I can't make it happen. It's just that it's not doesn't seem to be this story because we don't we're not destiny maybe because it's he must walk this path as a as a dwarf that people are going to treat him this way but I, they don't I don't I don't ever remember a, a little monologue or a soliloquy or anything that he's talking about that about himself that's true and you know what actually I, the girl at the end about the blimp disproves that so right Right. I mean, let's just do a little experiment. I'm going to back out of this um, choice that we made for the concern, for the story engine, and go back here and let's let's say the present's going to be the concern. Even though I made a rather eloquent argument for the other way, but I just you know <laughs> the thing is is that. I want it's got to all work. It can't, you know, um, which of course makes the overall story about learning, which just eh, not uh, real. I mean, I know it seems like obviously like acceptance, not acceptance, and attraction, like that's what he's dealing with. But is that really discussed? Like, does he really care about acceptance? Um, or is it just like he's? Well, I mean, the repulsion part, you really do get an awful lot of. Sure, but, I mean, that could be other stuff. And you also have all the women seeming to sort of hit on him. Yeah, but I... Oddly. Mm. I don't know. It's, or that it's, would be his unique ability. Like attraction. Or he's just, you know, ends up in this town, and that's just what he's dealing with. I, could, perhaps. Could it be, uh, since we're thinking out of the box, could it be, uh, could it be the, the, the uh, obtaining innermost desires, changing one's nature, future quadrants? I, I can't make a, I can't find a reasonable argument for his future, but I could for preconception, maybe, as a dwarf, fighting preconceptions from others. <laughs> You know, then it would put her into uh, I, denial and closure with her yeah, past. I mean, that's strong for her. Hmm. Well, innermost. The only thing about that one, I mean, innermost desires, is good. Um, obtaining obtaining, friend, obtaining friendship or obtaining loneliness, trying to get rid of others, living a life alone. I don't know. I know uh, that's sort of average, hmm. but. Approach versus attitude. I wouldn't see it as a self-interest versus morality. I would see it as approach versus attitude thing. But well, Joe's very much about yeah, approach. But isn't it mm -hmm. right? I mean, yeah. the other take is if we go back. Like what? What is like really driving him? Like what's like? It's it's not acceptance or non-acceptance, right? It's like 
No, that doesn't, no, I mean, really. And it's not yeah. pro-action, reaction. I mean, what's driving him is, like, how other people see him. There's, there's, so that would be, like, aware and self-aware. Well, I would think, like, perception would probably be his, his problem. Mm. And then at the end, he just accepts this is who I actually am. Just I, I agree with that. To play devil's advocate, who knows? Is under preconception for him there would be control and uncontrolled and help and hinder. Just kind of it, you know I, I see I see those in the sort of like in the objective character traits. I don't see that in that in him. In, in him. Yeah, that's right. You know I see that in the overall story that yeah. it's where much more like the role that he's playing and she's playing. They definitely have those elements, but it seems to just be in that, particularly early on, the first couple, the first act, yeah. where she's really Ms. Clumsy, and then after that, after that scene where she falls asleep and wakes yeah. up the next morning, that seems to pretty much go away. Yeah. Um, Perception is pretty good. Right. So if it's okay, if we said that the problem, main character problem, is perception. Um, we're down to a single story form. <clears throat> and Already? Yeah, because we have the domain, and you pick the problem, and you that's... Well, what did you pick the problem as? If I pick it as perception. Oh, percep- oh, oh sorry, I'm sorry, I thought you said preconception. No, not preconception, okay. no, 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 no. Perception, okay. So perception, that was, you know, like, he... That's like what's... Yeah. Everybody sees me as this, like, little... Oh, sorry, so. hmm. Right. Everybody sees me as this, like... Well, your prediction is pretty good, too, because he... <laughs> you also end up prediction being good in the sense that he... he one of the reasons why he isolates himself is because he predicts what is going to happen if he doesn't. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to use in my argument for the, the issue. That's like, everybody's going to treat me like too. Yeah. So it's better just to hide out. Yeah. Right, and be alone before you get rejected. All right, so... If by doing that, let's see, is it going to, nope, okay. So. Well, that would make senses, the overall story um, yeah. issue? Yes. I actually kind of like that. I kind of like that. What is the OS issue? You know, it's the, uh, the overall story so issue would be senses. 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 So basically, yeah. you know, seeing and hearing and and, yeah. and gunning at, getting out there with a the camera and chasing the train and... Um, um, I'm just sensing others too. It's like yeah, there's more than what than meets the eye. Because the this guy's just so that would make okay. So self-aware and aware that would be uh, what a com- combination that would be um, symptom and symptom of self-aware and the overall story and the response of aware. Actually, that actually I like that a lot because what Joe is doing as a protagonist is trying to get people out of themselves. And yeah. to be more engaged with the rest of the world, in other words, you know, and you could you could attribute that to awareness. Aware. Be yeah. more aware of what's around you. Look, I am here. I've got the stand. You know, there's a whole community around you. Let's okay. You know, uh, um, so, you know. So what would the story goal be? As understanding. Well, it's, it's look, I think the goal is to understand how. You've got all these. Remember, we talked, said loners looking for friendship. You've got a. A lot of so it's like overcoming misunderstandings, you know, trying to trying to come to a mis, to an understanding how we can all sort of 
how we fit as a community of misfits. You know, it's, you, it's, I don't think it's one where the goal has a lot of emphasis. Yeah, it's more the concern, right? That is more emphasized. Yes, I think the concern is definitely much more emphasized okay. than the goal. Um, you know, you, I don't know if at any point in this movie I could have, you could have said, oh, stop, what is the goal of this movie? It's like, <laughs> I have no clue. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really think it was articulated and really focused so much. Right. Um, except to, you know, you see the conflict with misunderstandings, mis, you know, people being misread, uh, I mean, constantly, you know. All, that's where you get those, oh, I was trying to help you, but I really almost ran you over and killed you. <laughs> yeah, even when Joe asks, like, do they have clubs for you people? And right, that's not... You think it's going to go. Oh, you know, it's not about... <laughs> I was like, for training people. Oh, right, for training people. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I remember mean, that. Yeah, again, and, and, you know, Cleo, she wants to understand about him, too, and she's, you know, genuinely wants to understand more about him, and then yeah. she... Well, you know, in terms of senses, she's seeing someone... That's her size. ...as her size and saying, you are me. She has right. no interpretation, which is the counterpoint, right? Right, right. no, and she says, what grade are you in? Yeah, she doesn't understand. Right, like, she literally <laughs> just takes everything at face value. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that works. That works nicely, and then of course the 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 adults and other kids, though, you know, the, who have maybe more, uh, you know, the town kids, you know, where the city kids, where he was from, you know, see him as freak, you know, freak, you know, as as one of the dwarves from Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Um, so you, you have the catalyst of instincts, uh, and I like the inhibitor sense of self. So you get, you know, when the people, when either Olivia, you know... They're retreating to themselves. Yeah, she said, okay, I, I, I'm, this is who I am, and I don't want, I don't need you, I don't want you, don't, don't, don't get near me. And even, even, um, even Finn, you know, it's like with, early on with Joe, you know, Joe has a very large sense of self and and Finn wants to protect his you know he has a, a sense of self that is a loner and that people don't and he wants to protect himself from invasion and um, and then you've got the benchmark of learning so that's then I'll be okay <laughs> story <for> yeah, so, <laughs> so we, 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 we got both of them okay <laughs> um, the main character Critical flaw of falsehood. Mm. I'm sorry. Who, uh, the main, main character. Char critical flaw of falsehood. That's very the unique ability of fate. of fate. Well, I think well, that one's easy. Yeah. He's he's in the right place at the right time when mm -hmm. he he hears about the, the order for Olivia. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he's um, at the bar when when Emily you know, needs some or needs sort of a shoulder to cry on. But it also speaks to what the, the original inciting incident. It says, right. the guy dies, he gets the inheritance. It's like, okay. Um, right. That's kind of my thing. Yes. I'm going to try to make an argument here for falsehood, which is he knows he can have friends because he starts the movie with a friend. Right? So it's, it's but he has this misperception that he can't have friends, that no one will want to be friends with him, and that holds him back. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But that's been shown to be, the way that falsehood is what's shown to be an error. He's in error about that. People will be friends with him, but he is constantly... But when he, when he falls back to that position, that undermines... It undermines it his... It undermines him. Yeah. Him being at the right place at the right time to, to make this all happen. Yes. Amazing. And, and, you know, again, fate, he walks in at the right place at the right time and discovers her on the, on the uh, floor just after she'd taken the pills. So, you know, that, that's definitely a, that's a, a unique ability of fate moment. Um, we have the influence character, fixed attitude, memories, which we... What? Nothing. <laughs> I said leprechauns are very lucky. Well, yes. Now. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. He's been dealing with those kinds of jokes his whole life. Right. I don't think he would be terribly offended. He'd just know how little you are. Yes. <laughs> You're the small person. Yes. Small mind. Uh, no. Take okay. that. that was just supposed to be a joke, too. Mike. Yes, I, I know. I'm supposed to share with everybody. All right. But the mic was on. <laughs> Influence character. Yeah, fixed attitude, which we talked about in memories. There, she basically just focused on her son and her family and the house and, the, and her husband and um, and that being troublesome for her. Issue of evidence. I, I think the... I mean, you see a really big version of that, an issue of that with, um, you know, with when he, he's... She is so trying to stay away from any evidence of change. You know, he's calling, he's doing this, and then when he, you know, finally shows up, she it forces her to, you know, have to momentarily confront reality. And then when he calls and tells her that she, she's a kid, that he's going to have a child, again, more evidence that things are over. Um, desire, yeah. Yeah, desire. Uh, that that's for her. That's perfect because I think that's, you know, that's where instead of looking at her as a subconscious or innermost desires, at the concern level, it's really right down there at what's driving her. You know, she's so she's so obsessed with her desires that that's that's the so the the baseline for where everything else is motivated. All of her motivation grows out of those. I want this back. I this is you know. I, um, self-aware. She's hyper self-aware, and and only when she starts looking outside for at other people, particularly Finn, does she is she able to um, have that s- strong influence on him. And those paintings are well, right, right. Exactly. They're the definitely symptomatic of her yeah. difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, Unique ability of truth. Oy, boy, that one's hit on the spot. I mean, when she, every time she comes in, she can't tell. She just shares whatever she's thinking, and even if it's really not quite appropriate. Um, and the critical flaw for her of destiny, I think that's... You see when the, the husband... It, you know, the husband has to come and deal with her. You know, it's just sort of, and that's going to really, that throws her for a loop, and he's going to move on with his life, and 
that throws us for a loop again. And those things ultimately push her away from Finn, which which then pushes her, you know, it, um, can undermine her effectiveness on, on forcing him to change. Um, but I think that, you know, the relationship is the thing that actually, I think the relationship that comes in and pretty much saves it. So in the relationship we see is psychology or manipulation developing a plan. There, the issue is their situation, and that's that's where they have that first scene where they're both saying, "Here's where I am, and here's where you are." You know, I have a dead son. I'm, you know, in this house, all, all that, and he's like, you know, I'm the way I am, and I don't like it. He doesn't. We know that we don't. He doesn't say it, but we we see that. Yeah. It's that you and I are alike moment when we really know that they're 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 alone. They're both really really alone. Yeah. They both lost. Hmm. They both lost their. Right. They both yeah. Lost they both so both have lost someone very near and dear to them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what. That's the situation. Yeah. That's what makes them. And that's what makes them alike in that way. Right. Uh. The problem between them is inequity. Interesting. The inequity is inequity. <laughs> I hate when I get that self-referential part. Um, well, let's see. In the relationship, ultimately, I think the relationship um, does mend. It really it does yeah. work out. So I think that there's... Um, I would say that maybe it's almost like being treated unfairly. Is, is, what, is it that he's ready to move on and she's not? Because that be the inequity? That he's, he's too forward for her? That he's the one coming over to her? And she's... No, I think, I think, it, I think it's more like... Imagine it's looking at it as a, out of balance, and which is part of that. When he's when she's ready, but he's not, or then he's ready and she's not. You just you know they they just seem to be out of sync. Mm-hmm. Um, because when they first meet, she seems to be pretty open and just wanting to share with everything, and he doesn't want to have he doesn't want to he's mum about himself and. Yeah, I mean, except yeah. in very sort of cold, factual sense, but but not relationship-wise. And then by the time he's more involved, she's completely withdrawn her availability. So that that imbalance between the two is the source of the conflict. Is that they're they're never on that that same page, and ultimately they both. That's where they equalize out. Where they're at the end, and she can say, "Oh, hey, you know, you know." Or they can kind of, the three of them can sort of joke about him going to, you know, giving Emily a call or whatever. Right. Um, the symptom uh, is they're uh, sort of them both being, the pro- you know, symptom being essentially what they think the problem would be is that they're both overly aware of their own, of their, of, sort of the differences between them as opposed to sort of just looking at at what could be um, sort of logistically 
you know, not being sort of into themselves as opposed to being into the the relationship. And the state of being catalyst, I think you absolutely have that with, you know, what brings, certainly at the end, what brings it to a crisis point or moves it forward is that, you know, she's, when she gets more desperate, it, towards the end, the more and more desperate she gets, it brings him closer and closer to her. And ultimately, you know, she has a collapse, but he, and that sort of forges the, the, the relationship that much tighter. You know, because when he, when he comes and he finds her, it's not, she's not, you know, get away, do I, it's any of that kind of stuff. It's, it's not even quite a relief, but it's, he seems to be somewhat welcome when she's been pushing him away, pushing him away, pushing him away. But now that she's sort of in this condition, and then of course when she comes out of the hospital, everything's sort of better. Yeah. Seemed a little abrupt, actually, but... Um, well, the ending was a little abrupt. It's like... It's kind of like they took the fourth act and just had it as the climax. Right. You know, yeah. they didn't really seem to earn that just felt like it another 10 minutes or so, you know. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also, you know, if she's in the hospital, he's not in the hospital with her, and he's the main character, so it's... Right, right, right. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It's a kind of Right, it would have gotten into that part, and I think it really didn't want to take the story there. Right. Visiting her in the hospital, and then... My guess is... They probably had a scene or two that with him visiting her in the hospital and her getting better, and then they, then they have him, you know. But they didn't, you know. Maybe not, because it seemed like, I don't know. It almost seemed like it was that morning that they picked her up after she tried to commit suicide. But it looked like they were checking her out or something. It was weird. Just the time. You don't know how much time actually passed between those two events. Mm-hmm. Him calling Joe and then. Yeah. Right. They're in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. But they're sort of looking like, boy, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> 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 Almost a walk of shame, but not really, but not a, you know, a, a, sort of a light, a light version of that. Um, and uh, then, of course, we've got the main character, Growth of Stop, which we were talking about. Um... I thought that that's, that's pretty good. Let's look at the signposts. Uh, so we've got our overall story, understanding, gathering information, doing, obtaining. Hmm. I like the abrupt, the bump in the middle. Right, right. It's a, you, you, you get, <coughs> the midpoint is really clear. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have. You have that, you know, hairpin or X or whatever way you well, want to call that. So what's the halfway point in the movie? Um, the, just the husband shows up. Yeah, right. They're all coming oh, together and then they all fall apart. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that right. that definitely feels uh, like it. <laughs> um, and you in and signpost three. Uh, see, I think that's what. See, this is where if you look at signpost four, obtaining. Which is kind of, I think, saving or now we're friends. 
Yeah, and there's a little bit of loss too. But I think that that's the one that's just a. a I think that's the one that's abbreviated. You know. Um, in the uh, in the main character. Okay, so that's a three-act structure. Um, you've got starting off in the past, and then uh, uh, he ends in the present, which I think is a that feels like it's right. And the, and the fact that the third act is the future, that's where we sort of see all the things that could happen or are not going to happen. They seem like uh, the the futures those are all getting cut off. You know, it looked like it was going. Things, things were developing, which is the how things are changing. You know, the relationships uh, for him, he things are sort of getting better, and then he's sort of looking forward to maybe a relationship or something. But that starts to look like that gets no future. That yeah, that's going away, which prompts him to go into the bar because he's got nothing to lose at that point. And then the, then the last part is like okay. I'll just focus on how here now and mm-hmm. and leads them to yeah. It's like the lack of future. He's accepting his death when the train's coming. Got no future. Right. Um. And interesting. So we start off with changing one's nature in the relationship initially, and end up with playing a role. So that's another three act structure. Um. Uh, you know, Z pattern. Sure, I, nothing comes to mind right now. I think my brain's fried. Uh, hmm? Yeah. yeah? Well, I'm wondering if changing one's nature is potentially, could it be finding someone who's like you for the first time? For, I'm sorry, which one? In relationship, signpost one. Changing one's nature. Sorry. But finding um, someone like you for the first time. I mean. Or even even one of the, it may even just be the idea that, you know, yeah, maybe there is, maybe, maybe we can become something. Maybe there's something that might develop here. Um, yeah. You know, just a, it, the the beginnings of a development of a relationship. Uh, what I do like, what's interesting about the influence character, the influence character is the um, episodic. So it starts off with contemplate uh, contemplation, then impulsive responses, memories, and last is innermost desires, which is where she has her breakdown. Stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that works rather nicely for her. Okay. Any questions? It looks like a good one. Kind of bummed that we ended up in the same <coughs> quadrant as we did last month. I was That's where all great films are. Is it twice this year? That we've had two back to back movies end up um, at least. Yeah, because the social network and the one after that was almost the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we had social network was in conceiving. Con- we had uh, yeah, was, uh, Edge of Tomorrow was in conceiving, uh, gathering information, present, con- right? Um, and brief encounter and social network were the same, except for the very last. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. A little subtle. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> 
Okay. Any questions? Comments? Good job, guys. That is it for tonight. Got a shortcut to the end there, Jim. Oh, that's to make up for the computer. And I'm going to go in here. Okay, so this is the <coughs> Any yes, any thoughts? Um, no, looks good. Okay. I mean, like some some parts are uh, not clear in the MC, but you know the signpost. But I think uh, the theory about the scenes being cut out are correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a short movie, so yeah. there's probably a few beats here and there that um, could have been there but weren't. Yeah, amazing how quickly like we got down to one story form. Just picking the problem. Yep. Right. Well, I think you know the reason that happens is that we we sorry those those aspects <laughs> of the story were a lot clearer. Yeah. You know they were they were much mm -hmm. clearer than the you know the the thematics. The thematics I think we found them, but I don't think they were as specific. It seemed like there could be a lot of a lot more variety, a lot of a lot more variation in terms of what it could be. But the, the down at the element level it sure seemed to be pretty right. Pretty yeah, pretty right. It, and it's yeah, so I, I like that. I mean I like the I like the story form. Yeah. I say that every time, but I really think prediction to you the way that he just was afraid of what would happen. Oh he yeah, is the thing that kind of sealed it for me. Huge. Right. Yeah, he's always okay. How is this going to work out? Okay, great. Yeah. And even even when he interceded on her behalf with the Chris. boyfriend, and then he got knocked out of the way, it's like he knew. You know, it's like I'm small. This is my this is what my problem is. I can't I can't be strong. I can't do the things that bigger people can do because I just am not. You know, we, we ever sort of found a symptom of change for him? He even says at one point, I no longer want to be a dwarf. Like, he just desires this change that can never happen. Right. Mm. Hmm. And, and he responds with inertia. He keeps himself in the same... Uh, Doing the same of, thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The same... The same, I don't not rut, but something like that. But it's almost like the way he walks the tracks uh -huh. is he keeps himself in that rut. Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking that before that he he likes being on these tracks that well because he, and he doesn't have to think about where to go it's right. all, it's all laid out for him prediction you know it's that right right also interestingly I noticed at one point that the rail are or is that what they're called the um the wooden cross beams uh, um what are they called they're they're called, um I don't know but yeah I know what you're talking about there's a word for them but like, <laughs> they're perfectly spaced for his stepping yeah. And everyone else had That's to, kind of, sort had to of, yeah. dance a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, especially like when they're going over the uh, the trestle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just yeah, they are the ties, the railroad ties. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We never did get to see the spike collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel gypped. <laughs> okay. Turns out they were just action figures. This is Spike from uh, Buffy. This is Spike from. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah what he said. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, um, I guess that's it for analysis. Now, did you have any other things for next week? Um, yeah, we're going to read... Uh... This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.